BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. Yesterday, I mentioned it only in passing, and yet there was tremendous interest and a lot of social media reaction to a piece from the Washington Post. The headline, Restaurant Refuses Service to Christian Group, Citing Staff Dignity. The lead of the story was as follows. A restaurant in Richmond last week canceled a reservation for a private event being held by a conservative Christian organization citing the group's opposition to same-sex marriage and abortion rights. And then there was a quote which said this, We have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe. And this was the driving force behind our decision, so read an Instagram post from Metzger Bar and Butchery, a German-influenced restaurant in the Union Hill neighborhood whose kitchen is helmed by co-owner Brittany Anderson, a veteran of TV cooking shows, including Top Chef and Chopped. The group is the Family Foundation. They were set to have a dessert reception for supporters on November 30th. The president of the organization is Victoria Cobb, and she joins me now. Hey, Victoria, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, and I want to hear more about this story. Tell me what happened from your perspective. Yeah, our organization had simply booked a reservation to use the private room of uh, this restaurant, Metzger's, and we were going to have 15 to 20 people and just have an opportunity to have some dessert and coffee and talk about our work. But about an hour and a half prior to us arriving at the restaurant, my teammate got a call saying they were canceling our event. And uh, as it turns out, it's because they disagree with our religious and political views. So I imagine they left you in quite a lurch. Yeah, well, it's uh, not an ideal moment when you're trying to uh, pivot to another restaurant with 20 people an hour and a half before an event. We were amazed we were able to move to a restaurant that held, um, it wasn't a private room, but it worked fine. But it just is disappointing that that's the way uh, this restaurant chose to act. So what was communicated to your group as the reason? Verbally, they simply said that their staff had looked us up and that they were uncomfortable refusing to serve us. And then, of course, they issued their official statement, which was cloaked in all of those Nice words that the left likes to use about tolerance and welcoming and safety, and yet their actions were intolerant, hateful, and very offensive. Okay, so I've looked you up as well. You're the president of the Family Foundation of Virginia, and when I get online, uh, among the things that I see, we will not stop until we have a commonwealth, and then a couple of bullet points, 
where Virginians are free to live out their faith in the public square and the marketplace. By the way, why don't you just sort of expand on some of these ideas as I hit them? What does that mean? You, you want to make sure that Virginians are free to live out their faith in the public square and marketplace. Yeah, more and more, we're just simply finding that people of faith are running into obstacles as they simply try to either engage in the public policy process or they try to engage in their own business life or their own life as a citizen. And so we do things in the public policy space that we advocate at the Virginia General Assembly. We're a state and local organization more than a federal organization, but we advocate for these things. Or sometimes uh, we have a law center, Founding Freedom um, Law Center, and sometimes we actually litigate these things. You also want a commonwealth where every child conceived is recognized as a gift to his or her parents and society. You, you are a decidedly pro-life, pro-family organization. Yeah, we are unapologetically pro-life, um, and that is both a position that we take from a legal perspective. We, we want the Commonwealth of Virginia to recognize and protect those lives, but it's also something we try to advocate for in culture. We, we really want to get to a place where everyone greets a pregnancy, whether it was planned or unplanned, with both um, excitement and support, right? So there's this other component, which is how do we support no pregnancy should be gone at alone. And there is a lot of work being done in the private sector to help women who find themselves in unplanned pregnancy not feel like abortion is their only option. Marriage is a lifelong union between one man and one woman, uh, is an institution of God and a foundation for civil society. The next point, gender beautifully expressed as either male or female, according to God's immutable design, is an important biological and social reality that must be respected by all, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So these are the core principles and, and the fighting ideas of your organization. Yes, and no question, they come from a perspective of a faith-based organization, and mm-hmm. we don't expect ministers, we don't expect them to agree with them. We don't expect them to espouse them. We don't expect their wait staff to have to uh, embrace them or write about them. Or you know, if they were in other, if this were in another space other than food, it might look differently. Uh, but these are our beliefs, and it's just simply our beliefs. But we still think that uh, we can all not only serve each other in restaurants, but actually most Virginians are willing to sit down and dine with those who have opposite faith perspectives or opposite uh, political perspectives and just have an exchange of ideas. That's, that's the typical way we like to think of things in our Commonwealth. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Should the baker have to bake the cake? I'm, I'm sure yeah. you know of the case. What's your answer? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we believe that when a business, when their product is actually speech, so we believe this includes all artists, and for example, uh, so that would be, you know, a, a baker who actually has design work in what he does, um, and also the web designer. So that was also a case at the Supreme Court where they would have to write content, would have to design around a marketing plan for something else. We believe that when, when speech of any type is your product, we believe that has to be very tightly protected. Why? Because that's a foundational freedom in our culture. If a paying customer can actually force you to actually say and market a message you religiously disagree with, that your faith says, I can't be about this, then that we have to protect. Okay, but wait a minute. Now, now you're saying the baker should not have to bake the cake or the web designer, the case that was argued on Monday, should not have to design the website for the same sex couple. Yeah, we do believe that speech, which is very different in our minds than a widget or a food service, that speech has to be protected. And art in our culture has been deemed speech. And so, yes, in those rare cases where your business is about the work. We actually had a web designer reject our organization. This was over a decade ago. And the web designer, we were all excited. We found this company. We loved their work. Just beautiful design work, great words on the site that they were creating. And they came to us and said, we, we, we don't want to work for you. And it was because we were unapologetically pro-life, as we've already talked about. And they said, look, we don't want to have to put beautiful pictures of unborn babies. We don't want to have to write words that we don't agree with, that we don't think are helpful. So we just had a totally different perspective. And you know what the harm was? Disappointment. We walked away and found another web designer because that is words and creation. Victoria, you but you are the gay couple in this example, right? I mean, because I'm sure if I were having a conversation with the folks at Metzger Bar and Butchery, maybe Brittany Anderson herself, she would say, no, through my my food preparation, I'm a highly touted chef. This is my artistry. And in the same way that you are recognizing, you, Victoria, are recognizing the speech right of the web designer or the cake baker in this circumstance, she doesn't wish to express her speech through meal prep in providing services to your group. Well, remember, Jack the Baker will bake cakes for anyone who comes from any sexual orientation or gender identity. He will not bake a cake that is part of a, he will not design something that is to celebrate what he views as something that he can't support, which is a same-sex wedding. This is a wedding cake. So it was actually about the specific product and his creation to help celebrate something, to literally participate in what he felt was celebrating something he didn't agree with. Now, we don't have to agree get... with Jack about his view on this, right. but I think we want a society that protects Jack. We don't want a society that says, Jack, don't make them a birthday cake. I think that's a little different. We would not want that. No, I know. Jack, don't violate your faith and participate in a wedding. So I come at it a little. We would ask to preach a wedding that they don't agree with. We wouldn't we wouldn't do that. So I come at it a little. I come at it a little differently. Yesterday here on air and, and still today, 
Uh, my position is that I think they should have hosted your group. I don't I don't like this. I don't like where it leads this. It's to me, it's a, a whole part of a, a cancel culture of a service industry. And I just think that it sets a dangerous precedent. So I said here yesterday, I wish this restaurant in Richmond had hosted the Christian organization and provided their services. I also think the cake baker ought to bake the cake and the web designer ought to design the website. Because if you hold yourself out as this is your business, then provide that service without discriminating based on the message of whomever your customer is. Now, would there be some very rare circumstances, like if I'm a cake baker and somebody wants me to to, to bake a, a, a Hitler cake? I guess I would want to have the ability to say no. But otherwise, I think it's all a real gray area. Well, I think the Supreme Court has given us some guidance on this. I mean, do you think clergy should have to, they do weddings, that's a service they provide, should they have to do same-sex marriages? Should churches yes. have to host that reception? Okay. R- r- so a church, a church, a church, yeah, I, a church I would look at differently. But if, and I don't know why it always comes down to the, the wedding model, but okay, let's let's run with it. So are you saying to me, and I think that you are, Michael, I'm going to treat the florist because that seems to have some degree of artistry and the the baker and I guess the photographer, because that takes on a whole design. I'm going to treat them different than the caterer who supplies the chairs and the table. I think, Victoria, you are saying to me, if you supply chairs and tables, you have no say. You either provide it to the to everybody or you don't. Right. And you're trying to say if it involves speech of some kind, then it takes on a different connotation. I think our courts have been really clear about what speech is, and artistry is speech. Now, if they, if, if the courts decide basic food service and and so forth is speech, then then yeah, I think we need to protect speech. But I think that's what they're, that's the distinction that's being made. I think I mean the Supreme Court came down on the side of Jack the Baker because he was being asked to violate his faith with his skills, with his unique creation that they have said, look, that's that's a little different. Right. But respect respectfully, if the courts if the courts had been real clear, I don't think we'd have been back in court in the Supreme Court this past Monday on a case that I think was 10, 10 miles away from the from from the baker. Well, so, you might be right. You might be right. They, they maybe need to take this, you know, we're going to see what they say on this website design. I think most folks think they're headed in the same direction. We don't know yet. So that's a, that's a fair point that we haven't gotten enough clarity from the court. So we'll see. Um, but I do believe we want to, in our country, our foundational freedoms, our speech and religious freedom, those are so bedrock. And we do want to protect those. And again, you, it's also where do you ask the government to step in? You know, right. wh- where... Where is the line? Obviously, there are times we want the government to step in, and we've outlined those in public accommodation laws and those kind of things. Um, our point here is this was just shameful okay, action but, by this restaurant. Victoria, when all is said and done, and I do understand the nuance of your argument, but when all is said and done, you are here to say the Virginia restaurant should have hosted my Christian organization, but the baker shouldn't have to bake a cake for the same-sex couple. And I, I find that inherently contradictory, but I will give you the final word. We will not ask that restaurant to participate in any religious service with us. We will not ask them to come to the General Assembly and advocate with us. Uh, we will ask them to serve, to put food on the table. That seems reasonable. And more importantly, really, all of us, with what we think about the law, we really want a place where we can exchange ideas, 
where we can be comfortable in each other's presence. I mean, it's just disturbing that there's a perspective that's so bigoted and intolerant that they think that somehow us coming to eat would make them feel unsafe. That's right. But, but, but wait a minute. That's but that's, we want to be. But, OK, but that's the same way the LGBTQ community feels about the web designer and the baker. That's a bigoted position. You're a cake baker for crying out loud. Bake the cake. Yeah, I think we're going to have to disagree that these are the same things, because that's asking him to participate in their same sex wedding. Not not happy birthday cake. Remember, this is the wedding cake. This is be a part of our day to celebrate. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I'll I'll stop it short. We 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 don't have to keep chapel service in Metzger's. We we won't go. We won't go round and round. But the folks at Metzger Bar and Butchery would probably say now you're asking us to condone what's reflected on the website that I read from earlier. And we're not we're not comfortable buying into any of that anyway i'm really appreciative hey i'm still for your i'm still wishing i'm still wishing they had hosted you and they didn't so oddly i agree with you on that but not everything else (laughs) and i appreciate your your willingness to come by and discuss it okay absolutely thanks for having me today Thank you, Victoria. Victoria Cobb, ladies and gentlemen, the president of the Family Foundation of Virginia. So so she expressed herself clearly. It all comes down to speech versus services. You remember on Tuesday when I laid out, you know, what was at stake in that case? I said this is a way that the Supreme Court may distinguish the caterer who supplies the chairs and tables from the florist and the cake baker. And that's what she's relying on. But in the end, what it means is that she says they should have served us, but the web designer doesn't have to design a website for a same-sex couple. What do you make of it? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Uh, Cranston, Rhode Island is where Mark is standing by. Mark, you heard from my guest, Victoria Cobb. What are you thinking? Well, Michael, when I hear that, it's, it's like, it sounds like an issue where people want to segregate people. And it's, it's, this country needs to heal and we need to be able to break bread together. But those people that are going there to that restaurant, it'd be different if they were going there 
like knowing that they knew they were LGBTQ and they wanted to make all these issues out of it. But it sounds like they're just going there to have uh, like a, a, a meeting and, and having a meal. You know, so I think the baker needs to make the food and leave all the other stuff out of it. You're there just to get food and the people that serve aren't there to to give their political opinion. The, the, statement, the, the statement from the restaurant said, uh, let me just see where I can pick it up. Recently, we refused service to a group that had booked an event with us after the owners of Metzger found out it was right. a group of donors to a political organization that seeks to deprive women and LGBTQ plus persons of their basic human rights in Virginia. We have always refused service to anyone for making our staff uncomfortable or unsafe. And this was the driving force behind our decision. Now, do you agree with that decision in the end, Mark, or not? I can see where, where, where people in that community would feel uncomfortable knowing that those people have that agenda. Yeah, so, I don't, but, but like, the standard, but, but un- my, uncomfortable, uncomfortable right. from what? Like if there were if there were a threat of yeah. some physical harm, I would get it. But uncomfortable. I mean, what oh, does what does that lead to? So here's so here's what I'm here's what I'm leading to. Suppose you had a white group that were that were neo Nazis, and you didn't know that they owned the restaurant, and they didn't want to serve a black guy. It's it's like it's almost like it gives an excuse where somebody doesn't have to serve somebody. Well, but if you're yeah, if you're not, I mean that. To me, that's then. Thank you, Mark. That's an easy one. You're not going to serve a black guy. You're you're violating the Civil Rights Act. Now, now you're discriminating against somebody based on race or gender or uh, a very limited number of factors. This is this is speech. This is speech. Bruce, you're in Florida. Greetings. What are you thinking, Michael? I'm going to really upset your whole audience here. I believe that this is not even uh, has to be talked about by the Supreme Court. This should all go back to the Tenth Amendment to states' rights. Um, but the Constitution goes and lets what the federal government can tell us to do and what they can't do. There should be whatever laws are on the Virginia laws abide by. Um, I'm a libertarian. I believe that if they want to refuse the right to serve somebody, they should be able to refuse the right to serve somebody no matter what. Including, wait, including race? Including gender? Uh, whatever. Whatever the state laws of the state are, they should go by the state law. They should have nothing to do with the U.S. Constitution. The Supreme Court should not hear this at all. It should wow. be a Tenth Amendment, just like abortion. It should be a Tenth Amendment right. Yeah, but there are some rights that are that are sacrosanct and and set by the federal government and the Constitution. If I'm the lone black guy in an all white area, nobody's serving me. I'm screwed. I mean, that's why. These rights, as I said the last two days, exist for the minority where, more than where, the majority. Where in the, where in the Constitution does it give, give, you, give them that right? Uh, it definitely does, and I'm going to keep moving, and I'll come back to you and tell you about some of the case law before we lose this subject. This is Chuck in Huntsville, Alabama. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Michael. Good morning. Uh, just enjoying coffee out of my purple tumbler today like I do Well, I love, love hearing that. I love hearing that. Thank you. So, so, as a listener, I always appreciate that you treat your callers and your guests with dignity and respect, and I thought that interview was really well done. But I think you validated her point when, at the very end, when you were closing with her, you said something to the effect of, you need to provide the service, and then you need to design the website. I think if we're looking at this issue from, from a service point of view and a design point of view, those are two separate things. Um, I think the, the, the guy that delivers the tables and the chairs, he's not an artist. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't consider him one. But if you're designing something, I think that needs to be protected. And I I have to agree with your guest that 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 this is a case where you know they should have been served. And I agree with you there that they should have been served. But but also the designer she should have the right to refuse that um, if she's forced to design something that goes against her beliefs. So you're going to look at at each person's delivery of services and determine whether you think there's an element of speech that's involved i I believe so if you design something like jack the the cake baker he still has to make the cake but as far as the writing that goes on top of it or whatever they said that he doesn't have to do that so that's where i think that line is and 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 like like your guest said uh you know there's there's going to be some more rulings i lost you Chuck, you still there? Chuck, you, yes, you faded on me for him. Chuck, what about the wedding singer? I, I don't think the wedding singer should should go there either because that's that's a that's an art. Well, well wait a minute. You're 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 going to get a playlist, or you're, how about this? How about a DJ? The DJ comes in and he spins songs. Now, is is he going to get a pass too because he's being asked to speak in support of a marriage? Right, is he like right. the chair supplier? I see your point. It's it's extremely complicated, for, no doubt. It it is it is for sure. Yeah. Thank you for that, Casey. You're in Philadelphia. That's a good thing. Hi, Casey. Good morning, Michael. Uh, it's it's so easy almost to argue both sides of this. I, I'll tell you. I think that the restaurant gave a very bad reason, but I also think in our world, almost everything is speech related. Do you think that the, so? That organization, I'm sure, promoted that dinner. It was on their website. They emailed people. It may have been on a Facebook or an Instagram page. There'll probably be members that would take selfies at the event and maybe even tag the restaurant. And then you have some implied sponsorship. I know that they're not putting the two grooms or the two brides on top of the cake. And so they don't have to deal with that discomfort. Uh, or with that, you know, expressing themselves in that regard. But I really think that uh, in, in the world that we live in, and, uh, you know, with social media and pictures and such everywhere, that um, it's... In other words, because of, the so, be, because of social media and the connections that will be so quickly established, as you've just described them, you need to give more latitude, this is, I think, what you're saying, to the business to pass, to say, no, we're not going to be involved. Right. But for them to say that their staff is uncomfortable, there, there might be some staff that's uncomfortable dealing with someone with a physical handicap or, or a mentally challenged person or ethnicity or you know, a million other reasons. And, they sh- and, and those reasons, we are all or most of us are in agreement that you can't refer use service for those reasons they would be violations of the of the civil rights act i mean that's really what we're talking about if you're talking about those those narrowly drawn protected areas casey i gotta run i thank you for your phone call i knew there'd be great caller interest in this this would have made for a good poll question tc uh jose in pittsburgh pennsylvania jose it's a lightning round tell me what you most wanted to say uh yes i'll try to be real quick so uh Great interview. Uh, I'm a person of faith. The problem I see with this debate is that, yes, religious freedom needs to be protected, but that means everyone's religious freedom. Uh, I sometimes debate with my Christian friends, and I say, well, wait a minute. 
we want our freedom to express our religion the way we want to. How about the freedom of those that feel it's okay to marry another man, that feel it's okay to have abortion? Those freedoms also need to be protected. And I think what makes these employees feel uncomfortable is that they know that this is a group that's trying to infringe upon their rights to express their religion the way they want. Right. But shouldn't that debate take place outside of the business setting, except in extraordinary circumstances? I mean, I, it's, it's not like this Christian group was coming in to bust up the joint or to advance their policies by forcing the staff to to take positions. They're, they're coming in there, I guess, to eat and drink and have, you know, some type of merriment like other people are doing at this time of year. I agree. They should they should have been served. But what I'm saying, I'm trying to understand the employees and their feelings. Oh, I'm and sympathetic. If I, if I'm, I work in, if I'm black and I work in a restaurant and I know there's a group of white supremacists coming in to eat, I'm not going to feel comfortable. Totally them. get it. My 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 heart my heart. Let me, I should have said this more clearly. My heart is on the side of the restaurant and its employees, but my head is not, because my head thinks we're setting a dangerous precedent here. My heart, my allegiance, are clearly with those those wait staff who didn't want to have to provide the services. But, you know, th- this is this is our system. This is our country. This is this is the way we we handle the rights of others, I think. Uh, Chris, you're in Virginia. What do you make of this dispute? Hi. Hey, hey Michael, I just want to say you, you touched on it. You hit it. You said, uh, you know, if it's an artistic thing, maybe it's a chef preparing food. But that's not even how they went about it. Right. I think if they went in and ordered Cokes, they would not have been served. Right. They mentioned just the comfort of the staff. And I just wonder, as far as, like, all these other cases, they're claiming religious backing, religious beliefs that can't let them make a web design, that can't make them bake a cake. But is just personal, like, just, just your, you know, beliefs? Are, are those the same? Um, it's not based on religion. How I'm asking because I honestly don't know. Um, as a country, is it weighted differently? Because I feel like that is the claim on, uh, on you know, more the right-leaning side, on the, the restaurant side is just this is our social beliefs. This is how we, you know, think, <laughs> you know, we're going to operate as a restaurant. Does that carry? Yeah, let me, let, me, let, me, let me try one more time. So if you're a place of public accommodation, you've got an obligation to treat everyone equally and to be welcoming of, of all perspectives. The, the curveball here is what if you're providing a public accommodation service of some kind that involves your speech? It's not just a hotel room. And it's not just a lunch counter and it's not just a car ride, but it's something where you're expressive. You're an artist or an artisan, as someone said on yesterday's program. Now is your speech, quote unquote, embracing that cause? I mean, if, if I go out, if I go out, I, I deliver speeches for hire. What if a group invites me and I don't agree with their message but uh, because all the I ones think that don't want to um, bake the cake, do the web design. They're basing that speech on the religion. If my speech is just I'm discriminatory. So protect my speech of being discriminatory. Can you do that as well? Is that is that OK? Right. I get your point. I mean, we've we've had this in the past, this conversation in the context of a, of a pharmacist, someone who because of a religious belief doesn't want to dispense birth control. And you've heard me say in the past, then that's not a gig for you. You know, you should be in a different profession because that pharmacy is in business, among other things, to disperse birth control. That's how I see it. Uh, Mark, you're in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Hi, what are you thinking? Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hi. I Morally, I think it's wrong. I, if I run a bakery 
I should be lucky that I have anybody come into my bakery to prepare a cake. And I think, you know, that they should serve it as, you know, as, as necessary. But, and it is discriminatory, you know, for them to do so. However, this is America. We do have that choice as business owners to say, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. You know, think of the Comcast guy. He's got to go walk into a, you know, a horrific looking yard that might have a dog or some hazards. And he says, now that that's not for me. Or, um, you know, if, if I'm working to the company and I'm being forced to work on Christmas, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, but, I, I but, don't that's, but that's it. not the same. But wait a minute. That's not the same as saying I'm not going to go install cable because the family is Jewish. Like none of us would support that. Right. You're right. You got me on the spot. I got a three year old and a six month. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> I have been there. No, I have oh, totally. Get know, it. Yeah. Morally, it's wrong. But I mean, it is the business's choice. You know, if, if, if the bakery in Virginia is going to be, you know, the gay shaming bakery, you know, that's. That, that's their issue to deal with, but they should have that choice. And I know I know that people will say, and thank thank you, Mark. All of a sudden, I'm, I've got shoe fly pie on the brain from seeing that phone call from Mark in Lancaster. Um, the market can't sort all these things out. I know that some of you are of the opinion that, well, if that, that bakery won't serve or that website or that, there'll be another one. But that's not always the case. That's not always the case in, in all communities that someone else is going to be there to you know, to, to, to pick up the slack and make sure that people are, are, are cared for. Chris, you're in Kingston, New York. Go ahead. Take a crack at this. Okay. I think Thomas Jefferson said what he said, be, just because of this situation, that there should be a wall of separation between church and state. If you want to open a business in the town square, that's state business. If you want to follow your religious beliefs, that's church business. Business. So if your business doesn't allow you to serve people because of your religious beliefs, you open your business in the church. Okay? If we're going to go down this path, what about secular people and their beliefs? Does the Constitution protect them? Protect me. I'm a secular, so I don't believe in any religion. So if I have a business, I, I can't serve anybody because they have a religious belief that I don't support. Right. I mean, you know? this would, I mean, this would, sound, this would sound like a— have no special— uh, uh, rights under the constitution as far as i know right i was going to say this would sound like a foolish business plan but if i'm a secular baker i choose not to make cakes for anyone's religious service if you're going to get a if you're going to get married by the justice of the peace i'll bake your cake but if there's going to be a man or woman of the cloth involved i can't do it because i'm a secular baker i think you'd go out of business in a hurry but your point is would we respect the right of the secularist in the same way i I don't know probably not freedom of freedom from religion thank you sir i was i was trying to help your case maybe i maybe maybe i didn't i'm not sure Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.